Welcome to the Dynamic Leader Podcast. My name is Shelley Flett and I'm your host. The intention for season five is to empower you to own your career, inspire those around you and influence sustainable change that is good for all. These conversations are to help you become truly dynamic. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Dynamic Leader podcast. This is episode one of season five. Holy moly, season five. Um, Who knew that it would uh, get to this point? I hope everybody has had a great break and you're feeling refreshed and centered and aligned with whatever this year is going to bring you. I am really excited to be bringing some really amazing conversations to you and the community and exploring, obviously, leadership topics, um, but looking at uh, you know conversations with uh, leaders who are experienced in their field, um, those who are experts um, in you know the work that they do. So there's some consultants. Um, that I'm engaging and asking to share their views on. Um, There's some really great um, conversations about what's happened in the leadership space over the past 10 years. Uh, For me, I really want this season to be guided by you as my listeners. I want this to address some of the challenges that you face as leaders and not just as leaders, I think as human beings as well. I think it's being a leader and being a person are not that disconnected. And so what does it look like to be a really successful leader and a really successful human being? I think 2024 is going to be very much around uh, the paradox of leadership. I think we're going to be encouraged to go fast and slow down. I think we're going to be encouraged to be present and do one thing at a time as well as multitask. And I think we're going to be um, encouraged to really get into that big picture vision. Where is it that you're going? What is it that you want to achieve both at an organizational level and an individual level, as well as being able to say, what's happening right now? What is it that we're addressing today? And what do we need to do to ensure that this thing doesn't blow up tomorrow? And so it's this big picture and detail. It's this long-term and short-term. It's a them and it's an us. It's a technology and it's a human. It's um, you know retention, but it's also succession um, planning. And so the I think the challenge for a lot of leaders is going to be being able to be both at the same time instead of one or the other and that pendulum swinging, because I think the pendulum swing is the thing that exhausts us. I think it's the thing that takes a lot of energy away from us. And so as an example, it's how do you hold two things with the same regard, the same level of importance, the same openness to exploring that are polar opposed? So two things that you think Well, how does that actually work? For example, historically we've spoken about, well, if you're going to compromise time or if you're going to make us do things faster, then you're going to compromise quality. And so there's always been this trade-off. Either 
you give us more time or you get crap. And so what we're experiencing and what I would encourage leaders to think about is how can you do it faster and better at the same time? And it is definitely going to challenge thinking. It's going to require us to go, how is it that we can do things completely differently than what we've done in the past? And I think there's some exciting opportunities if we can tap into the younger generation if we can put the younger generation and the older generation in a room together and get their views on things and notice like where have we come from and where are we going to because young kids are just so fascinating <laughs> as a mom of a nearly 16 year old a 12 year old and an 8 year old i am so curious about what my kids views on life is, you know, I, I'll ask them questions about well, how do you think this is going to work for you? Um, and they just see the world so differently. And we can say that they're young and naive and even stupid, sure. Or we can say, I wonder if that's got merit. I know that when I was that age, that was certainly a a pipe dream. But looking at technology and looking at where we are right now, it's worth going, I wonder if that actually is possible. I wonder if that does have opportunity behind it. And so I think if we're going to embrace this paradox of leadership, we have to be willing to let go of beliefs that we've held on to for too long and particularly those beliefs that we hold on to too strongly or too tight, that we have to be willing to set them aside and say, it doesn't really matter what I believe. If someone can show me that this is possible, then I have to be open to seeing it or experiencing it. And even if I can't see something tangible right now, that I am open and curious enough that I can see the potential in the future and that I can embrace that. And so as technology evolves as we become more integrated with automation and machine learning and, you know, uh, artificial intelligence, the way that we work will need to adjust and the work that we do will need to adjust. And us being every single human on the planet, learning and evolving and building on their existing skills is what we need to continue to survive and thrive uh, as human beings. And so without wanting to overwhelm you, I think we all need to look beyond today and we need to look beyond our role and our team and our business and our industry and our economy and our environment and look at what else is going on around the world and in different places in different ways and not be worried about it, not, you know, become overwhelmed by the magnitude, but just be curious and see how things are adjusting and evolving and make adjustments to yourself and evolve so that you're ready for these things. Um, in the last episode that I recorded uh, last year for season four, you know, I spoke about leaders investing in themselves. And, you know, I pick up this year by saying we absolutely need to invest in ourselves. 100% we need to make an investment in ourselves. 
And when we make an investment in ourselves, we give permission and we even encourage the people around us to make investments in their self as well. I remember my uh, older sister, um, she's about four years older than me, and she she had a coach back in, it was 1996. So she used to speak with a coach over the phone. Uh, I think it was once a month. And at the time I was in my late teens and I thought she was bonkers. I was like, you are crazy. Why on earth would you spend money on that? Now, fast forward 20 odd years and my sister has achieved so, so much in her career and she's unstoppable. And she's someone that I've always looked up to. And, you know, those who've been listening to me for a period of time um, will know I, I talk about my sister, Narelle, a lot and, you know, how she, her approach on life and, and her career. And the biggest lesson that I learned from her was, first of all, you're never too young or inexperienced to invest in yourself. And second, when you invest in yourself, you actually save years in trying to navigate it on your own. Um, and, you know, I I watched her grow and then I was like, gosh, there must be something in this and was fortunate enough to get my own coach and that was where my coaching journey started. I was like, wow, these people are amazing. Um, and, you know, there's different kinds of coaches for different kinds of problems and I wouldn't say have the same coach for your whole life. I would say find different people, have relationships or interactions with different people, um, you know, people with different backgrounds. Um, and so this year really, really want to stress the point of it's, it's a great investment to invest in yourself. It's a great investment to develop and grow um, and specifically get yourself a coach. Yes, that is a little bit of a plug because I am a coach. Um <laughs> But I also think um, if I'm not the coach for you, find a coach who is. Uh, coaching A coaching relationship is really personal. Uh, if you don't trust your coach, if you don't like them, um, maybe they're not for you. Maybe they are. Maybe you want a coach who you don't like and <laughs> who isn't similar to you. Maybe that's the disruption that you need, the friction that you want to create. Um, but you have to be okay with the coaching relationship that you have. For me this year, I really want to embody authenticity and kindness and love. Um, I started kind of adopting this approach a few years ago and I've really um, got so much energy back and felt like I have grown so much as a human being just by giving up fear. Uh, it means that I have felt extremely vulnerable at times. Um, but again, this is why you have a, a good support network around you. Um, because when you feel like you're crumbling, then there's people around you to say, no, no, you're good. Just, you know, hold steady and keep going. Um, but leading from a space of love and kindness and authenticity really just takes the pressure off trying to be someone who I'm not to achieve things that are really and pushing too hard for. I, this year, really want to express the opportunity for confidence and compassion and having conviction in the work that you do. Um, I think 
coming back to this magic that exists within all of us and knowing that, you know, you do you. You get to be whoever it is that you authentically are and no one, no one can replace that. No one can be you. Uh, And there's something about that. And I think when you own who you are and you have conviction in what you know and your experiences, then I think it really does open up the space for kindness and love and compassion and authenticity. I really see the opportunity for abundance for all leaders out there. I think there is a really... Um, big opportunity for us to make a difference, but I don't think that one person one person succeeding means someone else has to fail. I think we can all succeed together. Um, and you might think I'm crazy, but hey, it's a view that I have that serves me well. It helps me sleep at night and it helps me to show up and be my best. It helps me to bring guests on the podcast who are doing very similar work to what I do and not see them as a threat, but see them as a colleague and someone that I can also learn from. Um, And so there's something in that belief, even if it is just self-serving. And I think above all, I want to experience true joy and fun and adventure in the work that I do this year. And so what I want you to see is I want you to see me having a little bit of fun. I want you to see me um, experiencing more adventure and, you know, um, talking about topics that maybe I wouldn't have spoken about in the past. Uh, And so thanks for joining me for season five. Um, I look forward to many episodes ahead. I look forward to a really successful year and um, I look forward to maybe hearing from you, having a conversation with you, catching up, maybe even working with you um, if you are open to that. Uh, and can see that I can offer support in that space. So um, thanks again. And I look forward to another dynamic leader conversation with you really soon. Take care. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the dynamic leader. There is no better time than now to work through your leadership and people strategy to establish what the future might look like for your business and how you might empower your people to help you succeed. It is through building the capability of your people and reducing their dependency on you that will keep you moving forward at pace and will see you remaining relevant in the future. I have worked with over 100 businesses across almost as many industries and seen firsthand the challenges that come with employing, engaging and managing staff. If you're looking to improve how you lead, why not reach out for a conversation? In the meantime, thanks so much for joining me and stay awesome.